Welcome back to Koei's Questions. We are all guilty of stereotyping from time to time. Stereotypes don't have to always be a bad thing. They come from somewhere, right? Instead of trying to look past the stereotypes, maybe some good can come from embracing them and the individual cultures each state has. After all, it is a big country, and so there are bound to be some differences. So with your help, we want to spend this season investigating and answering one of Courtney's most in-depth questions. Which state has the coolest stereotype in America? Last week, when we talked about Hawaii, I knew way too much about the state to have all the million questions, but this week is completely different because I know nothing about the ocean state. But to find out what the stereotypes are, we took to the street. Well, Courtney took to the internet. It's the same thing, right? These are the answers we got. When I think of Rhode Island, I think of the old, old song, Poor Little Rhode Island, the smallest in the 48th which is no longer true. It's the smallest in the 50s. I think of cold weather, clam chowder for some reason. Rhode Island, I think of it kind of as an extension of Boston. And when I think of Rhode Island, I really, I don't really know, you know, what comes to mind when I think of Rhode Island. So I guess when I think of Rhode Island, I don't think of much because I don't really know what's associated with Rhode Island, um, except for the fact that it's the smallest state in the United States. Seafood. Um, Patriots fans, Irish pubs. What do I think of when I think of Rhode Island? I think of it's the smallest state with the world's biggest bugs. Clams, clam chowder, lobster, sailboats, yacht clubs. Cold weather. Uh, old money and just everything New England. Today we have Eric representing Rhode Island. And while he doesn't still live there, he grew up in Rhode Island and worked as a park ranger during summers in college. He's also one of the hosts of Villains on Vacation podcast. Did I miss anything there? Nope, you got everything there. Um, Happy to be representing my home state. Jay couldn't be with us today, but I did ask him if he had any specific questions for you. And he wanted... (laughs) He wanted me to ask if there are really as many monsters as it's made out to be. I'm not sure if he meant mobsters or he really meant monsters. So either way, what's the mobster to monster community in Rhode Island looking like? So uh, the mob had a significant presence uh, back in the day. They aren't as many or as open as they are anymore. They're still in Rhode Island where we can walk by and go, oh, that was a mob front or that started as a mob front. Uh, And uh, unmarked police cars in Rhode Island have a special plate notating that they are an unmarked police car. And I personally attribute that to most likely the mob and their connections in the state house back in the day. That's crazy. So they're like unmarked, but secretly, yeah, here it is. I'm still a cop. Yeah, there's a special plate for that. That's crazy that we just had um, Hawaii on and they always have to have a blue light on as well. I wish the rest of the country would have to let you know those unmarked cars are cops too. Well, when I was in Maryland, they looked at me like I had 10 heads when I said uh, that they were saying that looks like a unmarked police car. And I'm looking at it going, uh, there's no license plate notating that. How do you know? And they're like, what do you mean? There shouldn't be anything. It's an unmarked car. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I like Rhode Island's way of doing it, though. I'm with them on that one. 
As for monsters, we have the Lizzie Borden house with the axe murderer. Was that in Rhode Island? I think it was, or it's right on the border of Connecticut and Rhode Island. That's Um, cool. And then we have a road called Devil's Foot Road in my hometown because they found a imprint on a rock that reminded somebody back when they were naming things of a devil's foot. Um, (laughs) Is this like a small town? Uh, yeah, it's well. Pretty much every town in Rhode Island is a small town, right? I mean, it is the smallest state. <laughs> Rhode Island in general is just a small town mentality throughout the whole state. Uh, you have uh, some connection to other people, knowing a brother or a cousin or another family member uh, across the state. Yeah, the where I grew up was kind of like that too, but it was just the town, not the whole state. <laughs> but everybody knew everybody. Well, I do have to be honest. When I sat down and started thinking about stereotypes, I came up with nothing for Rhode Island. I seriously could not think of one single thing. So I'm kind of flying blind here. But I did find in my research that the state has a more formal name than what we all know it by. Correct. So it used to be the smallest state with the longest official name. However, this summer, I believe they voted to change it back to just the state of Rhode Island. Okay. It is the state of Rhode Island and Providence Plantations was the official name. That's a long name. Is that what was on like driver's license and everything? You know, I don't remember what it was on my driver's license. I haven't had a Rhode Island license in about seven years now. Okay, I'm going to have to look into that. I'm going to Google it. I'll see if I can get a family member to uh, look at their license again. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) That would take up like the whole license, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, every official document had that on there. So that was a big thing when they wanted to change the name. They would have to change every official document. And it was a lot of administrative work. Oh, goodness. I imagine. In contrast to last week's episode, when we talked about one of the most stereotyped states in America, Rhode Island is apparently, according to Google, one of the least stereotyped states. So I guess a lot of people are in the same boat as me and they don't even know what it is. But so I wanted to start out by asking you what you think the most common stereotype about Rhode Island is. Uh, It would be, I would say, worse drivers. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is that because it's so small you don't have to drive anywhere? It's one of those, so by numbers, we have more accidents per capita because it's so small, usually is how that breaks out. So we have the um, most accidents in a year uh, based on the size of the state and the population. Uh, but then I had a, somebody tell me that it's a mental thing where you're, you're more likely to get into an accident when you're familiar with someplace. Mm-hmm. So... Rhode Island's so small, everyone feels familiar with it, so they're more likely to be not paying attention as they're driving. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Keeping with the the roads, um, another Rhode Island thing is anything over 30 minutes is considered a long trip. I did see that. That was what one person did put that down, that anything over a 20-minute drive was a road trip. Yes, and that is completely true. We have three three or four major areas in Rhode Island and it's the West Bay, Newport, and then you have the East Bay in Bristol. And then you have Northern Rhode Island, which is uh, Providence, Pawtucket, Smithfield. And 
those are all within, I would say, 20 minute drives. And people, when you have to go, oh, I have to go over to Newport. Oh, I got to go over two bridges to get there. And it's like a 20 minute drive. <laughs> that is so funny to me because it takes me 35 minutes to get to the grocery store. <laughs> right. And I didn't understand that until I actually left Rhode Island that, okay, 30 minutes is a normal drive to go do things. That's so funny. Okay. So when we did our research, we asked a lot of people four major questions okay. with the stereotypes. We asked them what the first thing that came to mind about that state is, what the most they think the most common job is, what they think average person does for fun, and the most common food, which is my favorite part, and then if they had anything else. So I'm going to let you pick which one of those you want to start with. Uh, let's start with the food because the food, we can go in many different directions because Rhode Island has a few staple cuisines. So one of the things that came up most, most often was the clam chowder and how it is completely different than New England clam chowder. Yes. When you order in Rhode Island, you have three options for clam chowder. You have the red chowder, which is not real chowder. New England clam chowder, which is the white chowder, or you have the clear chowder, which is the Rhode Island chowder, and that is more broth, clam brothy based. Uh, so when when you comes over and you say you want chowder, uh, usually you get which one would you like, red, white, or clear? I think if somebody asked me if I wanted clear chowder, I would just look at them like they just grew an eyeball in the middle of their forehead. <laughs> Well, and the clear chowder is good with clam cakes, which is, I didn't realize this, uh, more of a Rhode Island staple as well. And that is basically clam bits with dough just fried. So is it kind of like a crab cake then? No, it's more like, um, it's much more doughy. Okay. So it's like a little dough ball with clam bits inside of it. Hmm, that sounds kind of good. And usually you get a half a dozen or a dozen clam cakes and a bowl of chowder, and that would be a meal. And you only eat those with the clear chowder, or do you eat that with the red and the white chowder, too? Uh, the white chowder, too. The red chowder is not real chowder. That's that's a sin if you get that in Rhode Island. Okay, what's red chowder? That is the manhattan base. It's tomato-based chowder. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I've never even heard of red chowder, so I was like, wait, y'all just pick colors? And <laughs> I I feel like that is the a test when you go to a restaurant and anyone that picks red chowder, no, you're not a real New Englander or a Rhode Islander. All right, well, good to know. I can hide that. I'm pretty sure they're going to know I'm not a real New Englander anyway, but I just definitely won't mess up on that one. This one, I had to actually Google it because I thought people were messing with me. Apparently, Rhode Island is known for hot wieners. Yes. <laughs> what is that? That is, uh, it's called a New York system wiener, but it's really a Rhode Island thing. It's a wiener on a steam bun. Then you put on it, it is celery salt, onions, mustard, and a meat sauce. Never put ketchup. Yeah, ketchup's gross, so I'm with you on that one. But it's, it's you get like four at a time. Uh, the one place that I went to as a kid with my family, it was called the Wienerama <laughs> in Cranston, uh, Cranston-Johnston line. And you would get just plates full of these, 
New York's system wieners, they call them. And there's a couple main stakes where you get them in Rhode Island. It's um, Oneyville, New York system, and then Wiener Ram is another one. I don't think that name will ever stop being funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be a grown up over here and not laugh, but it's just not working. Oh, I have a Christmas ornament from, they did a Rhode Island Christmas ornaments and I have a Wiener Ram, a Christmas ornament from their sign. That is awesome. I'm a little jealous of that. They also have written down here, um, pizza strips. Yes. Party pizza. What is that? So when I go back to Rhode Island, I have a few list of food items that I always have to get when I'm home. And one of them is party pizza or pizza strips. And it is simply just pizza dough and red sauce. So it's just kind of like bread with like marinara on it. Uh, no, it's like a it's like a tomato sauce. It's like a pizza tomato sauce. It's I wouldn't say it's marinara. It's like a they put extra spices okay. in it. I I don't I don't know how to exactly describe it correctly, <laughs> <laughs> but you get this for about ten bucks. You get a box and it's got two or three layers and it's cut into squares. And usually that's what you have at kids' birthday parties. Okay. All right. And then another one they have is Johnny Cakes. Yes. What is those? <laughs> those are pancakes, but they're made with cornmeal instead. Ooh. Uh, so it's it's made a little differently. They have a different consistency than a pancake. Um, I know my aunt who is lactose intolerant, she would go for Johnny Cakes instead of pancakes because they wouldn't trigger that allergy. Hmm. Okay. We had 17 people put Dell's Lemonade. So I guess y'all have some extra amazing lemonade there. We do. It's a frozen lemonade company uh, that is a staple in Rhode Island. They're only open in the summer or uh, late spring to late fall or mid fall. And it's frozen lemonade, but you cannot use a spoon. That is a sure fire way to show that you're not really a Rhode Islander if you're using a spoon for this frozen lemonade. Okay, so no red chowder, no spoons for your lemonade. Just noting things down here for whenever I go to Rhode Island. <laughs> it's it's an odd consistency too. It's not like you're... I've had other frozen lemonade and Dell's is a different consistency. Is it like thicker or like... How is it different? It's more of a watery slush, I would say. Okay. So it's better. It's easier to it's easier to drink than say a Seven Eleven slushy. Hence the not needing a spoon. Correct. Got you. <laughs> all right. Those were all the answers we had for the common food. Is there any other kind of like stereotypical food in Rhode Island? Oh yes. Um. <laughs> Let's hear about it. We have what is called coffee milk. That was a question on another part I did have. What in the heck is coffee milk? So coffee milk, you, we have two main coffee syrup makers in Rhode Island. And you put that in your coffee milk as you would for a chocolate milk with chocolate syrup. And you stir it up and you have coffee flavored milk. Is it good? Yeah. yeah it's, it it's, sounds terrible. <laughs> It's a subtle coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker, but it's it's a subtle coffee taste. Okay. In elementary school, 
we would have regular milk, chocolate milk, or coffee milk as our options. Oh, goodness. I just imagine like all these second graders just like hyped up on coffee. Well, I don't know if there's any actual caffeine in it, but uh, that would be an interesting thing to look into. <laughs> I mean, it, it helps my imagination over here with what I'm imagining. It's pretty entertaining. <laughs> well, and then we also have ice cream and restaurant chain within Rhode Island called Newport Creamery. Mm-hmm. And they make a milkshake that is, well, it's not really milkshake. It's a little bit thicker than a milkshake called an awful, awful. It's called a what? Awful, awful. Okay. Why well, is it called that? I I do not know, but they had, when you get the awful, awful, you get it in a tall glass. It's got awful, awful on the glass and it's just, it's, you can drink it with a straw, but it's going to be a challenge because it's a very thick milkshake. All right. I think the food decided it. As soon as this pandemic's over, I need to go to Rhode Island. I got to go eat my way through this state. Well, and then, of course, the seafood is because we're the ocean state. We have a very big, like, you can go right down to the uh, shore and get all sorts of fresh seafood. I'm a huge fan of seafood. I'm, I'm jealous. I wish I grew up somewhere where you could get seafood fresh all the time. Well, and then there's a, a stuffy. A what? It's a stuffy. So (laughs) it is a quahog, which there is no town in Rhode Island named Quahog. Uh, That is a, it's a large clam. And usually you get stuffies, which is basically stuffing inside the clam shell with the clam. It's a bunch of different things in it. Sometimes you get stuffing like uh, stuffed peppers with the clams all right in the shell and it's called a stuffy all right it's delicious it's very very good it sounds good but the way y'all name food there (laughs) i'm trying to be a grown-up and i just can't like (laughs) too funny all right well that is is that all that there is for stereotypical food there uh i'm trying to think and I think that's all the really unique things to Rhode Island. I was going to say they're definitely unique because I haven't heard of most of them. Others are, you can probably find in other New England states. Uh, those are the very Rhode Island things. Okay, cool. All right. And then when we talked about like the most common job, there were four main things. People think that they are either fishermen crab fishermen ship builders or other shipyard jobs so uh there is a, a large fisherman industry in rhode island but i wouldn't say that that's one of the main jobs in rhode island it was the ship builders are i would say closer to what a lot of jobs used to be in rhode island because mm-hmm. we have uh General Dynamics, uh, they were building pieces of submarines in Quonset. Um, we had the Quonset Airfield there. That's where the CBs were founded, the fighting CBs from World War II. The Industrial Revolution helped start within Rhode Island. So it was a lot of textile work and manufacturing in Rhode Island for a while. Mm-hmm. And then we also have the headquarters for CVS pharmacies and Hasbro in Rhode Island as well. 
That's a lot of stuff for such a tiny little state. Yes. <laughs> Very diversified. <laughs> Is it a super crowded state? Are you like right on top of other people? No, it's pretty spread out. You have your urban areas up in Providence, Pawtucket, uh, Central Falls, and then as you get more south and a little bit more west, you have turf farms. So there's a lot of spread out uh, people out there. To put it into perspective, so I live in Philadelphia now, and we have 1.4 million crammed into the city limits. Mm-hmm. And Rhode Island has just over a million people in the whole state. Okay. So they're they're pretty well spread out. Okay, I was, like, imagining everybody, like, right on top of each other. Like, it was it stressed me out trying to imagine it. No, that's, that, <laughs> that's the beaches on a summer day. <laughs> As most beaches are, right? <laughs> Correct. When we ask what the average person does for fun, I just, I think a lot of people were guessing with Rhode Island, too. Because we had people say fishing. They go fishing. People drink beer. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's stereotypical mm-hmm. to Rhode Island. I don't know. People go to the beach. And then my personal favorite on this list, that they go to other states. <laughs> uh, so the last one there, Rhode Islanders are very much homebodies. They usually, if you don't get out of Rhode Island, you're there for the rest of your life. And you usually stay closer to home would be a Rhode Island stereotype. Really? Yes. I figured if it was small, like people would want to go see other stuff. I didn't think of them like Texans where, you know, like my state's the coolest. (laughs) There's a lot of Rhode Island pride. So people tend to, if they go out and away, they move back or they never leave and they go to URI. Okay. When you say Rhode Island pride, are we talking like on Texas level? Like, do you have Rhode Island shaped waffles? No. We aren't as obsessed with our flag like Maryland is either. Okay. I didn't know Maryland was obsessed with their flags either. Oh, yes. They put it on every piece of clothing they can find. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I just, my biggest thing, I cannot even, when I lived in Texas, they had Texas shaped everything, even Lunchables. So I'm trying to find another state that does it just so that to give them some grace, but I just don't think it's going to work. No, Rhode Island is not that that obsessed with their pride they just like the hometown feel i would say right they just like home they're not crazy about it right the the fishing one would be accurate i know a ton of people that enjoy fishing um i'm trying to think the other one was drinking beer (laughs) i think they got that from narragansett beer (laughs) which is a rhode island product it was it was made famous in Jaws because Quint was, that was the beer cans he was crushing on his head were Narragansett beer. Okay. So that's where I think the beer comment comes from. Uh, actually, my grandfather worked for, as a brewmaster for Narragansett uh, back in the probably 70s. That's so cool. And that's how my family, or my dad's side of the family came to Rhode Island is he got stationed at the... Uh, brewery for narragansett that's cool i didn't even know there was like breweries there when you think of beer you think like wisconsin and stuff <laughs> well there's little micro brews um and distilleries that are starting to pop up in certain areas as mm-hmm. well um 
so that's kind of nice to see happen in Rhode Island when I go back and it's not a pandemic. It's fun to go out and do that stuff. Yeah, man. I think everybody's ready for it to not be a <laughs> pandemic. I'm so tired of the inside of my house. I, I, I decided to move to Philly during the middle of the pandemic and I still haven't really been able to experience Philly since moving here. Oh my goodness. Have you had a cheesesteak yet though? I have. I live, uh, of like a block down from Jim's, which is one of the ones where I was told was one of the best in the city. Of course, that is debatable. Are they fabulous? Oh yeah, it's so good. It's a full meal. I'm so jealous. I love Philly cheesesteaks. I've never had one from <laughs> Philly. Like I said, I am like an undercover fat kid. I just love food. <laughs> Did you have one more on that list? Goes to the beach. Oh yes, that's that's completely correct. <laughs> I'm not going to dispute that. <laughs> You're like right on. We like the beach there. So when we ask about the first thing that comes to your mind, overwhelmingly people said Family Guy. Mm-hmm. I have actually never seen Family Guy. And if Jay was on here right now, he would berate me about that. But <laughs> are they in Rhode Island in Family Guy? Yes, they are based in Rhode Island. And it's in a fictional town of Quahog. Mm-hmm. And outside their house, you can usually see the Providence skyline when they do a shot of the house in Family Guy. Okay, that makes sense then. Because I, I was like, what does that have to do with Rhode Island? But that's Jay's department, not mine. Yes. So that makes sense. Um, any of the Far- Fairly Brother movies as well. So Me, Myself, and Irene. Uh, that was set in Rhode Island. Jim Carrey was a state trooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Rhode Island state trooper. Dumb and Dumber made references to uh, Rhode Island because that was, I think that was one of their first big movies, the Farley brothers. So when they were talking about one of the girls they did in like, Oh, one from Cranston. That's one of the cities in Rhode Island. Apparently this person was really mad about it because I had like 16 exclamation points at the end of it. But they, the first thing that comes to mind it is not even an Island. It's, it's not. Nope. <laughs> Like they felt strongly about that one. Well, it's usually people think it's an island or we're part of Long Island. That is on my list too, that they think you're part of Long Island. That's not even the right state. Nope. Nope. But they just, I feel like they don't hear the first word and they just hear island and they can see from our accents, which can sometimes blur between a Boston and a New York accent. You don't have much of an accent, except for when you say ornament. Man, that, that was funny. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I I tried very hard uh, to lose the Rhode Island accent because I think it's a very ugly accent. <laughs> well, you did a good job. Just try not to say ornament if you don't want people to know. Well, it's usually if I have a couple of drinks, I start to lose my R's and that's when the accent comes out. I had an aunt from Rhode Island, and she could not say drawer or dryer. So did she say draw? Yes. Yeah, that's what I say, too. I get made fun of it all the time. I'm like, wait, you're what? You want me to what? <laughs> I can say dryer, but draw is just kind of, I can't, it takes, it just feels odd to say drawer. Drawer. <laughs> drawer. Yeah, I say draw. <laughs> Yeah, I would be like, wait, what do you want me to draw? I can't draw pictures, but I'll try. No, but other than that, you do pretty good at hiding your accent. Yeah, uh, it, it 
takes uh, it took a while because when I moved down to go to school in North Carolina, people picked up on it right away. And then uh, we call water fountains bubblers, the drinking fountains. That was the next thing on my question. I was going to ask you if a bubbler was what I think it was or that's something else. (laughs) That is a drinking fountain. Okay. Why do you call them that? I have no idea. And I didn't know that it was a weird thing until I left Rhode Island. It was my first weekend or one of the first weekends in college. And I was in one of the dorm lobbies in a drunk individual came in and he was looking for some water and I go, Oh yeah, the bubbler's right around the corner there. And he looked at me like I was crazy and insane. (laughs) He was like, I'm not trying to smoke weed. I'm trying to get some water. Okay. (laughs) Oh man, that's so funny. And then, okay. So another thing that we had on there was pretty big was the Craigslist killings comes to mind. I didn't even know that was in Rhode Island. I had no idea about that one. (laughs) it probably isn't it's probably in like north dakota or something (laughs) well that might be a massachusetts thing Eh, could be sounds like you know you got you got a bunch of mass holes up there yes i'm a little nervous for that interview if we're being honest (laughs) um they also put the same person that put the craigslist killings put gray areas about prostitution so i'm not really sure if they just have a lot going on in their life or if that's a Rhode Island thing or I I'm pretty sure we're in line with the rest of the country on prostitution (laughs) okay so they just must have been having a moment right (laughs) then they also have Rhode Island red yes the rooster okay I was gonna ask is that a beer what is that so it's the Rhode Island red rooster and uh, remember Looney Tunes foghorn leghorn Mm mm-hmm he was a Rhode Island Red Rooster. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That That is one of our, I, I think it's our state bird or it's our most famous bird. I was imagining beer. I don't know why. I guess I just needed beer in my life that day. I mean, I can imagine that, they're gonna, that there is a beer named out there, the Rhode Island Red, somewhere. If there isn't, like, we deserve royalties for that. So whoever makes it up, don't forget us because we gave you the idea. Then they also have The Conjuring on this list. And I didn't know that was in Rhode Island either. Yes, I believe the house that the movie is based on is in Rhode Island. Okay, so you got Lizzie Borden hacking her parents. Then you got The Conjuring. Yep. There's a lot of ugly up there for a little bit, huh? Well, and then we have the... Newport Mansions, which they don't say they're haunted, but I'm pretty sure some of them are haunted. Newport Mansions are the Newport Cliff Walk, and uh, that's the very swanky part of Rhode Island, is the Newport Bubble. The snooty faludi version? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it sounds like that would be haunted then. Yes, that that's the island where on the other, the northern end of that island, they have polo matches every uh saturday uh during the summers have you ever been to a polo match i have been to many polo matches uh it's much more of a drinking day than anything else i was gonna say if horses are involved it's usually like drinking like the derby and stuff so i was imagining that yep you bring your own tents um you set up you know yard games cornhole uh and you bring your coolers and you watch them run around 
hitting the ball with their large, basically a croquet mallet off of the horse. And then during the halftime, you go out and you get to stomp down the divots. So it is just exactly like you see on TV. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I need to go to one of those in my life. I've never, I need to. (laughs) So, and the only other things that came up on the first things that come to mind is the chowder and then the accents. Mm-hmm. So those are pretty stereotypical, I guess, with Rhode Island. Yes. So it's the the Rhode Island accent. The one that would be most notable would be a Cranston accent. And that is the best way to describe it is a hybrid of a Boston and New York accent kind of mixed together. Oh my goodness. I, I like I'm trying to imagine it and I can't even understand them in my imagination. So it's <laughs> it's one of those where once you hear it you'll know, but it's very hard to describe. I'm going to see if I can find somebody and be like, I need you to just talk to me until I find this ex. <laughs> <laughs> Think I wouldn't too. I totally would. And then the anything else that people were thinking about was the 20 minute drive was a road trip and bad drivers. Mhm. There's also the part of Long Island, which just makes me giggle. (laughs) Then there's sailboats. Do y'all have a lot of sailboats in Rhode Island? Yes. So the America's Cup ends at Newport or it starts at Newport. Mm -hmm. It's one or the other. But the America Cup has ties to Newport. So it's a very big sailing community. Uh, Growing up, we had a sunfish, like we would do little boats, but there's, you go to Newport, you get all of the marinas with the big, huge sailboats. Um, my dad, when he was younger, he would uh, sail, do regatta races in Bristol. Uh, they would have regatta leagues and things like that. Uh, so yeah, sailing would be a, a recreational, big recreational sport, I would say. Okay. And then, so when you think of like a stereotypical look for Rhode Island, would you have like that preppy, like, have you seen those memes that's like, his dad's definitely a lawyer, like that kind of look? Or is that not necessarily, does that a little more like farther up north? Yeah, that would be, so the preppy look would be, I would say the Newport Island. So Jamestown and Newport are the two or so it's a Quidnick Island is Newport, Middletown and Portsmouth. So mm-hmm. they would be the ones that are leaning more towards the preppy side. Uh-huh. The, when you go out West to the farms, you get more country vibes out there. Uh, not, I, I would say kind of not full country, but new England country. What exactly is New England country? Uh, so it wouldn't be mountain men, but it would be like they're they're farmers. So they're wearing the the Carhartts and plaid and the John Deere hats and things. So just like normal country, then I guess. Yeah, that. <laughs> and then um, from. Where I was from, which is, I was in North Kingstown, East Greenwich, which is 
uh, kind of suburban. It's just very suburban-y. <laughs> so I would say that that would be the stereotype of somebody like your normal suburbanite. Okay, so the whole state like as a whole doesn't have that specific stereotypical look. Correct. I I wouldn't yeah, there there's no one look for a Rhode Islander. Okay. I was going to say cuz we talked to Hawaii and it was like the stereotypical look was like coconut bras and grass <laughs> skirts and I think it took her like 5 minutes to stop laughing when I told her that, but so there's not like a specific look for Rhode Islander. Makes sense. Well, yeah, cuz then you got the down in the marina area you got the fishermen looking guys too so it's like you got a little bit of everything in a very small state but it kind of leads back to 20 minutes as a dry as a road trip right so they have their own little areas within the state that is kind of their own stereotypical area gotcha all right now this one i've had a huge question about since i saw it like a week ago apparently (laughs) Y'all have the world's largest bug on a roof? Yes, big blue bug. <laughs> what is that? It is New England Pest Control. Their mascot is Woody the Big Blue Bug. And it is just this giant blue, I think it's a fly. And he, you, 95, you're driving up into Providence and you pass the big blue bug. <laughs> Okay. And it's it's a Rhode Island staple. That and we have Mr. Potato Heads around the state as well. That was my second question, that there used to be 47 statues, but now you're down to like five. Why do y'all like Mr. Potato Heads so much? Uh, it's the world headquarters of Hasbro was in uh, Rhode Island. So that was kind of state pride. And I think that's when another state, it might have been Boston, or Massachusetts, or might have been New York, where they started put cows up, and it was like cow statues. And Rhode Island was like, "Well, we got one better. We're gonna do Mr. Potato Heads." I mean, Mr. Potato Head is cooler than a cow statue. I'll give you that. Right. But I don't think of cows when I think of any of those states either. Oh, maybe my stereotypes are all wrong. I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. I don't know. So that was pretty much all we had for like what people the first thing that came to mind and everything else for the stereotype. So how do you feel about the stereotype? Like, do you think that it's kind of accurate or they're just completely off or what is that? I I feel like uh, some of them are kind of off and it's not their fault because Rhode Island is so small that people kind of tend to forget that it's a state. <laughs> they're all just sitting there like me, like what in the heck do they do in Rhode Island? Right. And they see it's, uh, it's the ocean state is the nickname. Our state motto is hope. So it's all over the place. That's all your state motto is just hope. Just one word. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Like you have the smallest state, the smallest state motto. I'm into it. I like it. And it's and our flag is very simple. It's just a white flag with an anchor. And I'm pretty sure some leaves around it, maybe some olive leaves or something like that. Or no, it's just a it's just an anchor with stars around it. Okay. That's pretty simple. It's kind of like Tennessee. It's pretty simple too. I like it. Um, So what do you think is the absolute most crazy thing about the stereotype for Rhode Island? Hmm. Probably say the, the usual one is that we all live at the beach. 
and I, uh, we don't, uh, a lot of times we don't like going through beach traffic because it's a mess to get down there. I believe uh, it. <laughs> so it's a small state, not a lot of roads to get down to the beaches <laughs> and terrible drivers, right? <laughs> Correct. Yes. <laughs> um, so do you think that Rhode Island should win on which has, the state has the coolest stereotype or do you think you're just kind of like, eh, on stereotypes? Uh, I don't think we have the craziest stereotypes, so I don't think we should win. What state do you think should win or has the craziest stereotype? Hmm. That one. I'm going to go with uh, Maryland. Okay. Why do you think Maryland? They have the kind of their crab people as their stereotype. Everything is crab. Um old bay on everything um i think they're a little crazy because i had my roommate that one of my roommates he put old bay literally on everything and i think it was just very weird so i think maryland should win all right (laughs) rhode island i feel like we're a little bit we're very diverse for a very small state so it kind of affects our overall stereotype right are there any states that you think have like the best or funniest stereotypes besides Maryland? Um, I would say Massachusetts because they, well, in Rhode Island, we nicknamed them mass assholes because they're jerks. <laughs> um, and they get very passionate especially when it comes to the Patriots and the Red Sox and the Celtics and the Bruins. <laughs> so all sports, just don't talk about sports with them. Yeah, they, uh, well, if you agree with them, that's great. But uh, <laughs> if you disagree with them, if you are a Yankee fan or a Giants fan, oh, don't talk to Patriots fans about uh, Eli Manning because he decided to take, I don't get it. He He's the one that took down Tom Brady twice. And then the Eagles came along and they, they did it the third time. So I guess we all can't get mad at Eli. I mean, Eli Manning did go to my my college. So hotty toddy. I'll give him that. But <laughs> yeah, definitely don't tell a Patriots fan that you think they're the Ohio State of the NFL. That is not good. I've done that before. Right. And <laughs> and deflate gate and oh, they'll they'll defend that all the way to the end. <laughs> Absolutely. And then I have one more question that has absolutely nothing to do with Rhode Island, but I just have a theory. So I call it my Oreo science project. I just need to know when you eat an Oreo, do you like twist it? Do you dunk it? Or do you just eat it like a psychopath? Like just take a bite out of it? Oh, I love this question. Uh, I dunk it and I wait for it to lose its consistency. So it's a little bit gooey, but it can't, it's, it's a, very thin edge because otherwise you're going to lose the cookie and it's going to fall to the bottom and then you're stuck. All right. Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out if there's like something that, you know, is about people that makes them more of a twister than a dunker. And now I'm trying to find out if it's a regional thing. I'm just, it's my Oreo science project. So just the tip, if you're going to be dunking your Oreos, do not use oat milk because for some reason, it does not affect the consistency of the Oreo. It doesn't make it soft at all. Hmm. 
I was amazed. I had um, my girlfriend bought oat milk, so I used that because I didn't have any real milk, and I was very disappointed. My Oreos were hard, normal consistency after dunking them for I I would help them in there for two to three minutes. Nothing. Oh my goodness, that'd be frustrating, huh? Yeah, I was very disappointed. <laughs> I'm a twister, not a dunker, so I would be okay with that. But I can imagine as a dunker, that'd be just really frustrating. Yes. So, and I, I thought it, I was amazed because I figured it's a liquid, so it was going to break down the consistency. But nope, nothing. <laughs> not even a little bit, huh? All right. Uh, that is pretty much all the questions that I had. Did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about with Rhode Island stereotypes, or did we cover it mostly? So, the one thing that we missed, I felt like, is the area code. There's one area code for the entire state. Okay. 401. And it's uh it's at in some circles a matter of pride that you're from the 401. Okay. Uh, and it's very easy to remember everyone's area code. It's just when you're in Rhode Island, it's if you're dialing in uh somebody from Rhode Island's 401. I still have my Rhode Island number for my cell phone. Okay. So is it like rap stop song pride like or just I'm just from Rhode Island pride. Uh, just kind of, I'm from Rhode Island pride. <laughs> oh, I was excited. I thought there was like this new genre of rap. I was going to learn about Rhode Island rap. <laughs> no, I don't, not that I know. Of. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I find out that there is, I will be sure to let you know. <laughs> yes, please do. Cause I'd love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for hanging out with us today and talking to us about, well, me, not us, but still about Rhode Island and tell me all about the food. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to go to Rhode Island and try food. Uh, yeah, it's definitely, I would say Rhode Island is known for their unique foods. All right. Well, thank you for having me. If you loved hanging out with Eric as much as I did today, be sure to check out his podcast. We have a little clip here for you so y'all can see what it's all about. Do you like villains? Do you like vacations? Do you like drunk shenanigans? Then you'll love Villains on Vacation. I'm Wes. And I'm Eric. Each episode, we dive into the minds of our favorite villains. We break down each villain's characteristics and discuss what their perfect date would be. And it gets hot and heavy. Wink. And if you couldn't figure it out by our title, we talk about their ideal vacation. Where they'd go, what they'd do, who'd they go with, and who they hate to run into. And no vacation is complete without a good drink. We salute each villain with a themed drink, good or bad. And some of them are real bad. But we drink it, and boy do we drink a lot of it. Come join two nerds for a few drinks and a lot of laughs on Villains on Vacation. Sounds like y'all have some podcasts to listen to until next Tuesday when we are back with Iowa and hopefully Jay. Now, I don't feel like telling you to like, share, and subscribe because I feel like it's scummy. So since Jay's not here, we're not doing that. And for all you Rhode Island fans, be sure to tune in in June when we start voting because the first state you're up against is Pennsylvania. I'm sure y'all can win this one. See y'all next week. We can't find the answer to the state with the coolest stereotype in America without y'all. Come join the search at coesquestions.com slash better. There are lots of ways to join the search. Tell us what you think, be part of the intros, represent your state, vote, and share it with friends. Do one of them or do them all, but we are finding this answer together.